spend some time looking at John 15 together. I woke up this morning feeling quite a bit more energised than I normally do. Um, it's been a difficult period, I know, for many people. And many of us have felt our physical energy, as well as our psychological and spiritual energy, quite drained by the ongoing challenges around the world. But I believe the thoughts that are in my head were from God. And the Holy Spirit then said to me, I am the spirit of birth. I'm the spirit that brought you birth. Like um, when the Holy Spirit hovered over the creation right at the beginning. And he said, I am the spirit of the rebirth. I am the spirit of life. And within us is the life force. And if the life force, not in any new age kind of way, in the proper Christian way, if the life force is within us, of course life is going to be at work in our mortal bodies. Paul talked about death being at work in our mortal bodies because of sin and then life being at work in us because of the Holy Spirit. And I got really excited by the idea that that fount of living water is living and active inside us. And imagine combining the flow of the Holy Spirit, regenerating every cell, bringing our youth renewed. Imagine the power of the Holy Spirit combined with the life-giving word. The words that Jesus gives to us are life and peace and joy, as we're hearing today in today's passage. So there's this amazing vision of the life force of healing, of renewal, of your youth renewed. Within you, Moses was 120. His vigour had not abated. His eye had not dimmed. Life was at work in him. Remember, he had that shiny face when he spent time in the presence of God. And I was also thinking of when David brought the ark down to Jerusalem. There was a a mishap when um, the ark, the cart on which the ark was wobbled and one of the priests reached out to stay to stabilise the cart, to save the ark. And the glory of God killed this priest. Because the powerful force of God is amazing, way more than the sun, as in the physical sun, not the son of God. So we have this, this force inside of us which can bring life and blessing. So what David did is he put the ark aside into the home of a friend of his, while he decided how to safely bring it to Jerusalem. And all the time the ark was there, that man prospered. The story of this is in 2 Samuel 6. Let me just share some of it uh, with you so you know the accuracy of what I'm saying. David and all the house of Israel played before Yahweh with all kinds of instruments made of cypress wood, with harps, with stringed instruments, with tambourines, with castanets, and with cymbals. When they came to the threshing floor of Nacon, Uzzah, reached for God's ark and took hold of it, for the cattle stumbled. Yahweh's anger burned against Uzzah, and God struck him there for his error, and he died there by God's ark. David was displeased because Yahweh had broken out against Uzzah, and he called that place Perez-Uzzah to this day. David was afraid of Yahweh that day, and he said, How could Yahweh's ark come to me? So David would not move Yahweh's ark to be with him in David's city. But David carried it aside into Obed-Edom, the Gittite's house. Yahweh's ark remained in Obed-Edom, the Gittite's house, for three months. And Yahweh blessed Obed-Edom and all his house. King David was told, Yahweh has blessed the house of Obed-Edom and all that belongs to him because of God's ark. So David went and brought up God's ark from the house of Obed-Edom into David's city with joy. 
leave that bit there. just want to get across to you something greater than the Ark of the Covenant. Someone greater than the Ark of the Covenant is dwelling within us. The Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God. It is the Spirit that gives life. And I want you to be encouraged that no bacterium, no demon, no virus, no cancer, no problem known to man is a match for the healing, powerful force of blessing that is the life force of God, the Holy Spirit, who dwells within you. How about that? Therefore, you should expect your youth to be renewed like the eagles, your strength restored, your vigour restored, your eyesight restored. And then Jesus says in John 15, I am the true vine and my father is the farmer. Every branch in me that doesn't bear fruit, he takes away. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. You are already pruned because of the word which I've spoken to you. This is the word we're hearing today, the very words of God pruning us clean. Remain in me and I in you, as the branch can't bear fruit by itself unless it remains in the vine. So neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. This is a message that God has really been burning into my heart over the last few months. You know, it was the disciples that gave the bread and the fish to the people. It was the disciples that baptised in John's Gospel. Jesus all along has been grooming these group of people to multiply the effectiveness of the message. And they have to do it in exactly the same way Jesus did, to hear the Father, to be doing it by the power of the Spirit. He said, wait in Jerusalem until you are clothed with power, the language of the anointing, until you are clothed with power from on high. In this passage, he says, apart from me, you can do nothing. If a man doesn't remain in me, He is thrown out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them, throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, you will ask whatever you desire, and it will be done for you. There is so much more offered to us Christians. We just need to move into that. And, you know, we were chosen and appointed that we should bear fruit. Let me read on. In this, my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit. I want to be so much more fruitful. And so you will be my disciples. Even as the Father has loved me, I also have loved you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love. Even as I have kept my Father's commandments, remain in his love. I have spoken these things to you, that my joy may remain in you, and that your joy may be made full. We know that the joy of Yahweh, our Father, is our strength. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of joy. It's all about the spirit and the word and bearing fruit. Let me read the next paragraph just to close this little sermonette today, just to encourage you to go deeper with God. This is my commandment, that you love one another even as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. And I hadn't clocked that accurately enough. As Christians, we are to lay down our lives for one another as our friends. We're not repeating Jesus's laying down his life for the world. It's for the church. You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. No longer do I call you servants, 
for the servant doesn't know what his Lord does, but I have called you friends for everything that I heard from my Father I have made known to you. You didn't choose me, but I chose you. Listen, this is the voice of God to you. You didn't choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you will ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. I mean, there has to be a hush there, doesn't there? Of awe. The spirit of life has been poured out. The spirit that gave birth to you and the new birth to you is within you. A force greater than the Ark of the Covenant is in you. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And in your Holy of Holies, your innermost being, where the rivers of living water flow from, there is life, eternal life, the God kind of life, life to the full. So go out there today and shine for Jesus. Go out there today and bear fruit and make sure you keep topping up on the word. So we prune, 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 refining our understanding that we might be accurate. Jesus said to the religious leaders, you are in error because you don't know the scriptures or the power of God. We can know both the scriptures and the power of God. So let's finish with a prayer. Holy Spirit, thank you that Jesus said we would not be left orphans that he would send you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for filling us. We want to bear fruit. Flow through us today into our understanding as well, that we might hear what the Father wants to do, see what the Father wants to do, and bear fruit. The fruit we were appointed to bear. Fruit that abides. Fruit that brings glory to the Father, to the Son, and to you, dear Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name.